Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. That's our little jingle, I think. And I'm so sorry to everybody listening because it was horrendous. No, it was the jingliest of jangles. It I th- was perfect. I, th- I think we could probably come up with a a really, really happy than sad jingle. Happy, sad, like a happy, sad song? I yes. think jingles two are girls, by definition happy. Two girls like da 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 one goth. Yes. <laughs> it just do. shifts in a true like death metal. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yes. Not bad. Yes. Like a nice, uh, like a Disney song sure. shifting. No, it sounds into... like a nineteen like sixties commercial jingle, yeah. and then it's like do 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 do, and it's like Ozzy Osbourne yeah. death when, metal. When Jared off. gets off of tour from being a rock star, we can work on that. Yeah, we'll be like Jared. We'll pay you zero zero dollars <laughs> to come up with our new jingle <laughs> after, also, you've been, after you've been playing for like ten thousand screaming. Jared, you've been supposed to remix. Bitches in the bathroom now for a while. Uh, that's that's not going to happen. See, it's too much to do. I know. You know, this is what happens when you try to employ your significant others that have a full time job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. several others, and then several others. Yeah, then you know things fall by the wayside. But we are very important. I think. Uh, yes, I think our listeners would agree. Yeah, right. Yes. I think so. I think so um, too. Like Alexis, you always ask, "Do we have any house cleaning? Would you like to talk about anything specific before we jump right in?" <sighs> uh, no, other than if you are one of the strange people who only listen to Killing Time and not First Degree, send us your stories. Yes. Because we want more. Yeah. We've got two more years of stories to fill. <laughs> and we need at least 108 stories. Isn't that crazy when you think about the fact that we have gotten that many submissions at all? Yeah. It's not like it's an easy thing to be like, I... And one degree away from a murderer, but right. somehow we managed to find them every single week. Right. We're past 150 now, but we have at least a hundred more to do. Yeah. So if you've been holding back, if you have a friend or a family member with a story and you've been just itching to tell them, now's the time. Send them our way. Yeah. We'd love to hear them. And I should say, if you sent us a story like a year ago and you didn't hear from me, send it again. 
Because I'm the only one really womaning the emails. And if it slipped through the cracks because I was crazy or busy or like in a depressive episode, <laughs> like none of that's your fault. <laughs> Send it again. We're a one, like we don't have any employees. This is all us. Yeah. So like it's things po- definitely do get lost yeah. in the inbox of us. Especially if you sent us a DM, like emails the best way. Send yes. it again. We want them. And I'm sorry if we miss it the first time. Uh, this was sort of a grassroots operation from the beginning. We want it if we missed it. Love it. All right. Well, should we jump right into the dark day? Yes. Yes. So it's October 13th. Can you believe it's almost Halloween, first of all? Listen, every day for me is Halloween. You guys, are, so. Do you know your costumes? costumes? I haven't figured it out yet. We're going to do like a full-on Halloween-themed episode for sure before yes. Halloween yes. hits. But 100%. Are you the type of people that plan your costumes month, months in advance, or do you... Typically, yes. I mean, you've seen when you mentioned uh, Macho Man Randy Savage in our last yes. episode. Like, you remember? Like, I go all out. Like, oh, yeah. I make costumes, but for some reason, pandemic year, it's just fallen to the wayside. But I am, tr- I'm looking for inspiration. So, if anyone has an idea, hmm. Facebook that would be a great thing to put in the Facebook group. Yes. Who should our? What should our costumes be? I think would be a good Facebook. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What do you think that we should be for Halloween? Yes. I have two costumes planned already. I'm Ooh, not going to say what they are. Please I tell love us. Ha- no. I love Will having you tell it me be a- off air? Yes. I'll okay. tell you off air. But I love having it be a surprise. But I've... Well, one of them is the costume that I had bought all of my stuff for last year. Mm. But when Alexis and I were going to go do something, but we ended up just sitting in my apartment because obviously COVID and right. we wore yeah. walrus onesies. Honestly, that was a good time, though. It was fun. We made the best of it last year. But I hate missing, like, wearing... I love Halloween, and I, I love, love a costume. Too. I love any excuse to have a costume, so that Same. really hurt my soul. But that's okay. I'm going to make up for it this year. Right. All right. All right. Well, so, October 13th. Yes. 1972, on this day, the Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571, which was going out of Uruguay to Santiago, Chile crashed in the Andes Mountains. Mm. And as you may or may know, there were some survivors. There were a lot of survivors, actually. And the survivors had to result to cannibalism. (sighs) They sure did. Yes. And we are going to talk about this 72 days that they uh, had to survive. We're going to talk about their uh, exposure, their hardship, and we're going to talk about cannibalism in general and in the true crime community when we get into True Crime Rewind. I just can't imagine surviving a plane crash. That is, I mean, dying in a plane crash has got to be the scariest thing in the entire world, but then surviving a plane crash and then being stuck in the Andes Mountains. It's so upsetting. I mean, just those moments where you realize the plane is going down, like I can't imagine like a, a period of time that possesses like more fear and just like surreal, probably moments, yeah. you know? I mean, and- I mean, think about the fear that you have when a plane takes a dip. Oh my God. Or a plane just like, you know, and it, it I don't know about you, but with, I flew yesterday and out of, I don't know if it's cause it's so hot in Phoenix. Is, does this happen in like the, the takeoff and landing of flights in Phoenix because it's so hot. Yeah. It is crazy, crazy turbulence. Yeah. And I'm like, the plane's going down. Every single time there's a little bit, bu- bit of a bu- <laughs> bit of a bump. <laughs> the plane's yeah, going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, this no. is, it's going to happen. It's, this like is De- it's like Denver, too. Like, Denver has the winds. Like, Phoenix has some weird, like, hot air pockets Gusts, or whatever yeah. like that. And you feel like that. And the thing is, is that what, one of the things that I always do is that I look at the 
flight attendants. The flight attendants. And when you see the flight attendants look at each other, then you're like, that's not good. Oh, yeah. If they seem like yeah, they're yeah. cool, calm, and collected, and they're, yeah. if they have the drink cart, if the drink cart, <laughs> if they're handing out refreshments, you know you're fine. Yeah. But most of the time they're fine. But I once saw a flight attendant look at another flight attendant and go like, Ugh. and I was like, that's not good. No. <laughs> you know what's so weird is that like I've been flying as a ch- I mean, when my parents lived on opposite coasts, my, my mom lived in New York, my dad lived in California, and I would go back and forth as a kid yeah like second yeah. grade alone i'm not afraid of anything like i've had the cra- craziest turbulence <sighs> i've had the craziest like upside down dips shit popping out of the ceiling that the upside mass- down upside yeah. Yeah. snakes like, <laughs> yeah just i've had really tumultuous flights and i've never gotten scared Wait, i need to go back to an upside your plane did a flip yeah when your plane did it the upside down <laughs> the loop to loop okay that might have been an exaggeration but you know when like a plane goes on its side and there's to there's turbulence and the masks fall out. Like masks have fallen out on my pl- flights before. And I still was like, whatever. It's like a false alarm. Like wow. for some reason, because I was flying alone at such an, we, we keep hearing all the time that like, it's so much safer to fly than to drive. No, statistically you- you're safe. I just always think I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, and I, see, don't, I don't, I just Good. don't freak out. I just have all never it. been really scared in a flight. I know the logistics behind it, but every single time there is a bit of turbulence. I'm like, this is the time. I'm like, this is the time the fucking, the wing is going to fall off or right. Something right. and then you think about Final Destination. I should have never seen that movie. It has been scarred in my memory forever. Honestly, it's why like we shouldn't be in tanning beds anyway. But there was a Final Destination of <laughs> the tanning bed. Really? Like, oh, every scenario, every scenario where it's supposed to be inner calm, they've ruined for everyone. Well, I just yes. remember the uh, uh, the roller coaster. Yeah, the roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, but the flight. I mean, I just I'm not. It also like the the first episode of Lost. I'm like a, a plane f- be getting ripped apart in the sky is something that I do not need to see a visual for because it's so seared in your mind scary. forever. Except if you watch Grey's Anatomy, I mean you see it there too. Yeah, this is why I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Please watch it; it's so good. No, thank you. I don't need to watch Illness. Just go just listen to Chasing Cars anywhere, right? What Chasing Cars? Isn't that the Snow Patrol song? Yeah, yeah. we'll do it. Okay, we, we already had one singing in this episode. Sorry. We don't need anyone. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna get into. I mean, we got really off track. We started talking about plane crashes, yes. but we're gonna get into cannibalism later. But I until, look forward to that. But until the, <laughs> a lighter topic of cannibalism. As she licks her, her lips. <laughs> yeah, mm, I'm hungry. Okay, well, until then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. All the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? Every week for On the Stand, we each bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either prosecuting it or defending it. And then at the end, we each vote if it's guilty or not guilty. And then we bring it to our listeners, our first audience. And you get to vote on it on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, you are missing out on so many fun things. That's right. So give us a little follow. And then after you listen to this, you can go vote on all of our On the Stand topics. Yeah. I'm going to start it off today for On The Stand. All right. And for me, I am bringing pumpkin spice to the stand. And I'm defending pumpkin spice. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of haters out there. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know why. Well, I know why. Because pumpkin spice is the most basic bitch thing in the entire world. Basic bitches love it, which means most people love it. I want to know why you like it. Why I like it? Like, okay. what's good about it? What What are the redeemable aspects of it? I like, the way that I like a pumpkin spice anything is the way that you like enjoying a hot dog at a baseball game. 
It is everything else that surrounds pumpkin spice. It's Mm. the festivities. It's fall coming in. It's, you know, getting cozy and -hmm. getting my new fall candle. Like, it's the whole process of what pumpkin spice represents in fall. Sure. And I think it's pretty tasty. I like... Tasty is that... See, that's where it's key. Like, for me, the taste of pumpkin spice is... You're not into it. Mm. 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 Tastes a little bit like 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 a Bath and Body Works uh, lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, uh, no, just I'm squeezing some lotion right into your mouth. Into the mouth, you know, it just tastes so. Uh, it tastes like it's made with aspartame. It tastes very artificial. Mm, mm. I'm not a fan. Okay, I'm not a fan. See, I I do. I do respect this opinion, and I also might agree a little bit, but I'm refusing <laughs> like, no, to I, accept my own truth. But honestly, I, I also, I love fall. I love pumpkin carving. I mm-hmm. love nutmeg. I love hot chocolate. Like, it's just that particular aspect of this time the of taste. year. <laughs> the not. taste is not for me. I'm also, I also don't drink coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. Oh, so, well, mm. you know what? Well, you Go know. out there and try the new pumpkin spice flavor at Pinkberry because it is a plus delicioso. I don't know. I mean, like I said, was, all right. So in Lawrence, Kansas, 1994, I walked past <laughs> a, a store that was, that smelled like a pumpkin. It was amazing. Okay. I walked into the store. They had a pumpkin uh, candle. This is 1994. This oh. is before anybody. That wasn't even yeah, trendy. Yes. And I was like, I want that candle. We were, spice- we were uh, seven and eight. Exactly. This is a spice pumpkin candle. <laughs> I didn't candle. even know what a pumpkin was. I brought yeah, Exactly. <laughs> didn't even know what a pumpkin was. Pumpkins hadn't even been invented yet no. at this time. I got this pumpkin. I was just like, oh, my God, this amazing smell. And then I've seen, I've watched this grow. Yeah. I've watched the wave of wow. pumpkins wash over us. Yes. And you know what? I think it's been glorious. I'm all about it. Well, it re- represents like the coming of Billy into his manhood, his manhood. <laughs> into like yeah. the time of year that you, no, you drive is, in. Yes. You are the great pumpkin. <laughs> I am the great pumpkin. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I like it. Was it a Charlie Brown thing? Yes. Yeah. You're welcome. I am, I am the great pumpkin. <laughs> what is that? And we'll be having merch about me being the great pumpkin. What is soon. what is the great pumpkin? The great pumpkin is Lucy yeah. told Charlie about it in a Charlie Brown episode, but I don't really remember the context. Yes, and then Linus sat out in a field and waited for it and then he never came. He wanted to be the great pumpkin? No, no, no. He the, waited the great, for it. Yeah, the great pumpkin was supposed was to busy, come. Like Playing hockey. <laughs> Billy was busy playing Smith's records in his room. Yeah. What, what Billy was busy. Smith's records. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm going to have to research more about this great pumpkin. <laughs> um, pumpkin spice. Not guilty. I'm going to say guilty. Not guilty. Love it. All Love right. Love it. Lost I, again. I'll bathe in that. I'm going to make But it tastes. A... Does it taste a little? It smells like vomit. No. <laughs> it's not no, good. Maybe you had COVID. Yeah. I'm just saying it's yeah, have not. <laughs> I haven't had COVID, but it's not good. Mm. Listen, I, there's going to be a lot of people that agree with you. There's going to be a lot of people that agree Disagree. with me. Yes. I'm going to throw it out there. I think it's going to be a 60% approval rate. Yes. Sure. All That's right. what I think so it's going to be. I'm going to go next. Uh, we're going to stick with the uh, confectionery. Mm. We're going to stick with the sweets. White chocolate. Ah, yes. Mm. I was waiting for this one. To- All right. Let me tell you something. White chocolate is an abomination. Okay. White chocolate does not deserve to be chocolate. The fact that somebody called it chocolate 
that person needs to be, you know, put on on trial. Don't Wh- you need to have like cocoa to make chocolate? They just call this. They they just called it chocolate. They said it was white chocolate. It's like this weird, like non tasty sugar type of deal. No, 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 <laughs> no. I mean, and and you know me, I'm not a big fan of the of the on the stand. But listen, this is something that I really, really You're passionate. Do not like white chocolate. And if somebody gives you white chocolate on Halloween, that is a the, hex. No, that's the same thing as like, all right, we're gonna go back and egg your house. I have a few thoughts about white chocolate. The first being that whoever came up with the name was an incredible marketing genius. Sure. Yes. Because I don't think that white chocolate would have the popularity that it does if it was just labeled white white candy. If it was like film, <laughs> like candy, candied film. Candied film. All, <laughs> like all right. First candied, of all. You know, like cock, like you fill holes with yeah. it. Right, like right, right. Candied spackle. cock. Candied spackle. Yeah, yeah, candied yeah. cock definitely <laughs> exists somewhere out there. Vanilla spackle. You can buy a bachelorette like, party. Yeah. <laughs> bachelorette party novelty supply. You can buy it on uh, pantydroppers.com. Exactly. Our pudding website. But if you did like, hey, white, uh, white candied tiles. Or like <laughs> white, it's like white. White gook. White candied uh, porcelain. Yes. It wouldn't do the same as white chocolate. No. no. So Marketing wherever, yes. genius. I agree, I agree. I agree. Also, like, somebody should have really trademarked the word chocolate, but that's for another podcast. Yeah. My second thought is the cookies and cream Hershey's bar. No, it's the Oreo. Or the Oreo. That's why I'm so mad. I, I have it literally, Jack, pulled up to talk about. Because <laughs> okay, I was ahead. like, this is going to be my rebuttal. Yes. Um, I'm going to say I white chocolate is the devil and it's useless unless it's a cookies and cream Oreo sort of chocolate bar. Dude, mm-hmm. that is the most delicious thing I've ever had. Unbelievable. But they should have owned that. They should have been like, this is our thing. It's not white chocolate. They should have been like, it's an inside out Oreo. It's the cream on the like outside. Like cream or something Cream like on that. the outside, yeah, cookie yeah, on no. the inside. Deconstructed Oreo or something. Yes, yeah. but like calling it white chocolate's blasphemous. But so, for some reason, Jack, you and I are very aligned here. This Oreo white chocolate cookies and cream bar is mm. is like the only. It is fantastic. Mm. Incre- the one of the best thing tastes I've ever tasted in my entire life. Ever like sometimes like I do go and grab that before I even grab a Twix sometimes because oh my like, god this is what sometimes you, you crave you it. You have to know that like we don't. I don't think any of us probably drink any real milk anymore as no. adults, right? No. But as a kid, when I had an iron gut that could take anything like dipping a cook uh oreo in milk was like the best yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's something that ever i think a lot of people can relate to from a nostalgic standpoint and i think what they did with the bar is like hey adults who are lactose intolerant mm-hmm. uh this is this is for you mm-hmm. and it's like we've all this is your little this, treat we've tried mm-hmm. it and it honestly fucking reminds you of that. It's yeah. so good. But Oreos are just special in that way. Like, I think everyone has an Oreo memory or an Oreo story. Sure. It's like Coke, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what they try Nostalgic. to do with... Yeah, exactly. And so, like, white chocolate, fail. Agree. Right. But Oreo cream inside out bar. It's, Under- the only, it's, it's only redeeming Win. quality. But we are, we are talking about white chocolate right now. Yes. Guilty. 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 There you go. Lexus? Okay. So something that I feel like a lot of people are either anxious about or excited about, given the upcoming fall holiday, mm-hmm. is uh, 
this polarizing subject of the candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. I yes, they are anxious about it. Honest, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I think they're anxious about it. I have been, at least. I'm putting it on the stand. I'm prosecuting, and I think the candy corn is a sorry excuse for a fall staple. I think we could do much better. Mm. I think the only use a candy corn has is putting it in your little mouth, making it look like your teeth as a joke. Mm. Uh, I don't know. What's so fascinating about the candy corns, I think so few people know this, is that it's supposed to be like corns of corns on a no, kernels I, on a cob. I was going to say, there was a meme about that, and it was like, were you today years old when you learned that candy corn was supposed to create a full corn? Cob? And I was like, a cur- cob. Who knew? A cob of corn. Who knew? But what's fascinating is that like, okay, I get the ombre colors. It's like orange, and then it's yellow, and then orange, and then brown. But like, Corn cobs are just fucking orange, oh, yellow. Yeah. You know? So it's like, okay, I'm so putting it on the lie. stand. First of all, it's a lie. It's misrepresentative yes. of, of the true cob of corn. It is, um, yep. it is fucking biased to real corn and tastes like garbage. What is it even made of? All right. I'm going to come in here. Now, if you've ever seen the corn that they actually, you would, you would, Tack onto your front door. Mm-hmm. It would be all different Who colors. Put corn on your door. You never saw no, that. No, like a corn People... decor, right? Corn decor. Yes. Corn decor. And then, like sometimes, like a squirrel would grab <laughs> it's not it. Floor like, and decor. Like, yeah, it's yes. corn and decor. Yeah. All right, but you know what? That sort of candy corn has morphed, and then they have these. Candy corn pumpkins, which are delicious because they have chocolate in them. Are they? Yes. Ew, but then, does it have the candy corn? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yes. The sort of fondant. It's almost like a fondant. Yeah, it's like a fondant. Fondant. Yeah. 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 I watched the cooking channel. I know what's going on. Um, so I just looked up. I'm like, candy corn. It had to have been invented like forever ago because it's so unoriginal. It's so bland. Like circus peanuts. And so lame. It was invented in the 1880s. So it's been around forever and it's probably all they had back on the day. I don't think anybody actually really likes it. Right? Because it is. And then the same website says the history of candy corn, a Halloween candy favorite, which is a big fat lie. <laughs> One of the things is how is candy corn made? And it's from sugar, fondant, corn syrup, vanilla flavor, and marshmallow cream. All things that are, mm. well, some of those things are good. Oh, sorry. Marshmallow cream and sugar are not good. I just like marshmallow chocolate. I don't like candy that's not chocolate, mm. mm-hmm. frankly. I just want candy. Chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate candy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Or chocolate ice cream. And yet you just talked about <laughs> having uh, white chocolate uh, uh, Oreo. Because there's chocolate in it. That's and that's the exception, not the rule. Mm. And there's a chocolate Oreo in there. Mm. There's You just got to have a taste of chocolate. All Is right. There, Candy corn. Guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna okay. We know what Billy's getting for Christmas. Every <laughs> a candy why, corn. Why pumpkin. not for Halloween? Because you don't give gifts for Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah, because you guys are not goth enough. But all right, okay. Me and all my Guilty. goth friends okay. give each other. Yeah, Halloween quote unquote gifts. friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're de- yeah. They're all ghosts, which is why you like Halloween. It is. It is the time of year for him and his friends to my come friends. out. Alleged yes. friends. Alleged friends. His invisible friends. Uh-huh. All right. Well, when we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough. 
and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways, and with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences, and before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome, everyone, to True Crime <laughs> Rewind. Now, we talked about cannibalism in the beginning of the episode. Yes. I want to ask... You two ladies, what do you think about, what comes into your mind when you hear the word cannibalism? Jack, go first. Jeffrey Dahmer. It, mm-hmm. That's all I see is just that fucking loser's face right in front of my eyeballs. And for me, I would say Hannibal the cannibal. Like Hannibal, I think, is like the quintessential mm. sort of uh, portrait of cannibalism that I think a lot of people's minds revert to. Yes. And there's been several uh, portrayals of Hannibal. It's like Hannibal Rising and mm-hmm. TV. We've got all the Hannibal Silence of the Lambs, things like that. I mean, 
Hannibal the Cannibal. Would no. you with a? I had his what the a, he had his a brain with a fine Chianti. Like there's all sorts of references. No, it is liver. Liver mm. with a Chianti. Fine Chianti. <laughs> then he went like that. Ew. Yes, I don't like that noise. Silly. What? That's what he did. You're sick. sick. <laughs> that's a that's a noise that nobody wants to just hear. Right, but, only but, in audio. But then I think I think in the sequel he eats. It's it's actually a pretty incredible scene where he eats Ray Liotta's brain. Mm. So Ray Liotta, who had just come off playing, uh, uh, you know, an amazing role in Goodfellas, and he takes Ray Liotta's brain and eats it while Ray Liotta is is still alive. Oh, and he feeds Ray Liotta his brain. Oh, I love that. Well, we have yeah. there is an example of that happening in real life that we're going to talk about in a second. But. Yes. So now there are, you know, certain, you know, characteristics or, or, or categories of cannibalism. Obviously, the first is survival. Yeah. If you are, sir, you need to eat, you will resort to cannibalism, which Sometimes. is totally fine. Sometimes. The biggest examples, obviously, is the Donner Party. Yes. Now, the Donner Party, if anybody knows, they were going over the mountains. They were stranded in uh, 1846. There was heavy snow in Sierra Nevada. Food ran out, and then they had to... It was 1846? They were were doing like the Oregon Trail. 1846? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that was that long ago. Yeah. So then they had to... um... What did you think it was? 1950? (laughs) I don't know. I thought there were were planes. I I thought I saw it on TikTok. It was like like two years ago. I just didn't realize it was that long ago. Yes. And then, obviously, you had the uh, the plane crash that we talked about at the top of the episode. There is, you know, certain times when if somebody dies and you need to live, you're going to eat their bodies. Well, and with that plane crash, a lot of, or all of the passengers were Roman Catholic. So a lot of them feared this eternal damnation. So a lot of people, like, wouldn't do it. And they finally had to like convince themselves, like it was like the body of Christ kind of thing that was happening. It's like the Eucharist, yeah. To be able to actually go through with it. It's such a it's such a traumatizing thing to have to do because you think about what your brain is doing. It's like we can disassociate from eating animals because we're not. Yeah, we're not a, a, a cow or a pig or a chicken. Eating a human is just like it resonates so deeply because we we we're we are we fear death. This is our biggest fear. And then to have to do it for survival, like to try to put yourself in the brain of a person experiencing that, it, it's got to be so traumatic to go through with it. And not only that, these aren't just random people that they had to consume. These were their friends, their family members, like their, their teammates, their, you know, yeah. yeah, their teammates. Like though it's not just pick you know, a random guy off the road. And I think everyone needs to just like totally empathize. And another scenario that this reminds me of is, if you guys saw the movie, the road, do you guys see the road? Mm-mm. So the road is based on the novel that's called the road. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, it's, it's apocalyptic <laughs> and it's like in the movie, no one has thumbs pretty much because like to that degree, by that point of the movie, people have had no food and like had to sever 
their own li- like their own fingers. Why would you cut off your thumb though? To, to feed their children. I know that's seems I would, I would, the most I would because it's because it's the meatiest. I would leave my thumb though. You think you think you would? I, I All think, you need is your thumb and your pointer. I just think when you're looking at what's meatiest, it's it's your thumb. Mm-hmm. Like if you mm-hmm. go here, I think it's like who's gonna who, who am I gonna save? But my point is is that people were missing fingers in this movie because like their children were starving, right. and that's what right. they could come up with. Like. What will do the least damage? What can I still forage with? Right. You know, to like, but it's it's such a fascinating idea that like, if we get there, if if things get that bad, cutting off a piece of my thigh doesn't seem like that big of a deal. <laughs> if I can bandage it and heal, yeah. I mean, if you can give people weeks of life, I got those thighs. You know, <laughs> I like I feel thighs. like I can give. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I would. Yeah. So. We know what's going to happen <laughs> if, if, if them this, thighs if, are going. Alexis if, has no problem if, just cutting off chunks of her thighs, yeah, so that's if, good to know. Just small, in case. small dainty chunks. Small dainty chunks. Yeah, yeah that's so right. So we also have uh, murderer cannibalism. Yes, with Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. As you talked about, and the thing with Jeffrey Dahmer, I had to, I didn't have to. I did this. Um, sponsored post for A&E for their true crime week a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was telling all these like interesting facts about serial killers and with Jeffrey Dahmer, I didn't know this. I'm sure many people do, but he obviously lived in that apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And during his time when he was killing and eating his victims, he was making sandwiches for his neighbors. And so upsetting. Yeah. And people had taken them and uh, I'm assuming probably at least Fried a bite or two, and then obviously didn't know in retro until in retrospect that those might have contained human meat. Sandwiches for his neighbors. Yeah. What kind of? What did he say? The kind of sandwiches were. I have no idea. But can you imagine? It's almost like it's like the Elisa Lamb thing, where all those people were drinking the water of the Hotel Cecil. I had no idea. And they're like, the water's brown, but I'm going to drink it anyways. (laughs) And then you find out later. There's the reason why. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So we also need to talk about Armin Muies. Yes. We need to talk about this fucker. All right. So Jack, you want to take it? Yeah. So he was a, a German guy and this was in 2001. He posted an ad on the internet and it said he was seeking a, a well-built person between ages 18 to 30 to be slaughtered and consumed. Okay. Now you would think that, you know, people would see that ad and be like, yeah. absolutely not. He got over 200 responses to this ad hmm. and he finally got this guy burned jurgen brandis i said burned that really jurgen wrong von brandis to come and meet him they met yes they had sex yes then muez cut the other guy's dick off and then they both ate it together dick they cut his penis off they ate it together they said he tried Initially tried to Mm -hmm. consume the penis raw, but it was too rubbery, which is Mm. so gross. Mm -hmm. Then he decided to fry the penis with butter and garlic, but he ended up burning it. Yes. Okay, so he fucked up the penis, and then he just let the guy bleed Mm. out and die. And then he ate 18 kilos of meat, which is how many pounds? How many kilos are in a pound? I'd say several. Many. That is Several. That's a lot of human meat. And he said that he used salt, black pepper, and garlic to cook the meat. So he's a fucking crazy motherfucker. And just like a little note, this guy is a vegetarian now. So, Oh, my God. In prison? He went from eating meat, human meat, to 
No meat at all. Oh, yeah. geez. So there's also weirder art cannibalism. Art cannibalism. Yes. So this is a new category. <laughs> you know, this is a category that I titled weirdo art cannibalism. Sure. Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> tracks. It's, it's, you can find it on Wikipedia. So there's a guy named Rick Gibson. And allegedly. Allegedly, because. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> if that is his real name. He ate a slice of human testicle. Human? Human. Or human. human testicle in London. And then he went to Vancouver and tried to do it again, but Vancouver was like, no, dude. Well, Vancouver has a law, like yeah. a cannibalism law, that apparently the UK doesn't have. Yes. Oh. So Vancouver's like, dude, come on. Like, like put down the testicle. Give the testicle appetizer back. Yes. Sure. And uh, yeah, he was, he, he was stopped for that. But you know what? He just fucking, you know. Uh, he probably is still doing his thing right now. I no, he, he said right he said fuck it, and then he ate the piece of testicle on the steps of the Vancouver courthouse. That is bold. I know. Bold. Bold. Bold or bold or balls. Balls deep in <laughs> you're fucking going balls deep in your beliefs, my friends. I know. I mean, shit like that. You know, None of this is okay. Uh, yeah. No. Also, though, it's just like. What about eating your own fingernails? Is that cannibalism? Okay. All right. I'm going to stop you right there. All right. Listen, I, I know most of our listeners are female, but. Or like eating your own boogers. Eating, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cannibalism. Eating, yeah. Cannibalism. Eating, eating, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Testicles. Like a hangnail. Yeah. Eating your own testicles is a little different. That wasn't his own testicles. No, that's, that's narcissism at its finest. Oh, is, is. It re- is it really? Yeah. Like, ooh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. No. I just want myself. Wait, start talking about narcissism. Did we want to bring up Army Hammer now, or should we save that for an entire episode? Because I feel right, like there's no, a lot to talk about. No, let, let, let's talk about him now. Okay, all right. So Army Hammer was the Van- Winklevoss twins. The, the Winklevoss twins, hot. like like hot, an, hot, an amazingly hot. looking man. Amazingly yeah. looking. Yes, I, I mean he, he was, was like the perfect, the perfect man. God, he's you a specimen, I mean? isn't he? Yeah. A specimen. But apparently so he. Wow, what is that? You hear that? That's a military helicopter. Military helicopter coming from day in Los Angeles. So what he decided to do apparently was very loud. You know, Quite. sort of like uh, sexed somebody about several people. Uh, I think was it several people? Yeah. All right. About eating ribs, breaking her bones, and eating her eating her. All right, but. <laughs> Was that just fantasy or was that reality? Like, well, you know, you'll never know because his family is so fucking rich and powerful that if it was reality, they covered that shit up so fast. Yeah. Army Hammer, in case no anyone's confused, is the Arm and Hammer. Yes. His, his name is not just, it's ironic. It's not just silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Arm and Hammer, Army Hammer. What a fucking, canut- like his, fa- like what a name. I know. Considering his and, family. And he like, started Facebook too. And honestly, it's such a ridiculous, <laughs> it's just a ridiculous name for someone who's, Army. who's, who's like an heir to the Arm and Hammer fortune. Yes. My name's Army Hammer. What a fucking joke. I know. He has a fucking joke. No, I mean, I think the biggest problem with what Army Hammer did and what really uh, colored him poorly in the public eye is uh-huh. that he Everything was cheating. He uh, and I think people responded really poorly to that because... No, the worst thing he did is he was sexually abusing women. I wasn't done. <laughs> he was doing it while he was married, too. And he was also... his his. 
his escapades were publicly displayed and it was like, let me break your arm and eat it. Let me do like horrible things. And I think people really struggle to reconcile this uh, umbrella of problems. I mean, there's, I, I think we should do a deep dive into Army Hammer for an episode. I think okay. it would be a really, really interesting thing. Yes. Because there's right. so much to talk God. about. There. Coming Army, up. The Arm and Hammer, the Arm and Hammer pickle they're all in. <sighs> I would love to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. until well, then, I think we talked enough cannibalism today. We, we, we did, but we're going to talk about the worst things that you've ever done. It might be cannibalism. We don't know, but I mean, right here comes. Because you're the worst people in the world, but the we're going to make you feel better about it. The worsties. Stand by. More singing. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? I'm calling to share um, the worst thing I've ever done. I'm not sure if it's the worst, um, but I think it's a true uh, vigilante story. Or a little bit of justice, I guess. Um, when I was in college, I was a bit of a wild child, but one of my friends introduced me to this guy who I ended up falling head over heels in love with, ended up starting dating, and then we went through something, unfortunately, pretty traumatic, so we split up, and we took a break. And I think it was a month, month and a half, we got back together, and I found out that he had almost slept with somebody, and I had not. And so I was devastated, and we tried to work it out. It just was really bad. He was really shitty, so I ended up breaking it off. Obviously, being a bit of a wild child and a partier, I kind of spiraled. Um, and then I sort of figured out that 99% sure the person who tried to sleep with him was my friend who introduced me to him, who was one of my best friends at the time. So me and my girlfriends wasted after drinking all night, decided to take a bunch of empty beer bottles to his house. Um, definitely felt great. As an adult who owns a home, I'm horrified. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. And that is maybe the worst thing I've ever done. Okay. So this is clearly um, a pretty hardcore story. Because first of all, I mean, why did your friend introduce you to him if she just wanted to bang him if herself? she wanted to fuck him. And your dude... He's an asshole for cheating on you with the woman who introduced you to. Well, almost cheating on her. Allegedly. Allegedly almost slept with. But you know, <laughs> the things that lead up to intercourse can be more intimate 
than intercourse itself. And so, also, uh, mm-hmm. almost slept with, that sounds like a lie. That sounds like a slept with that you're trying to backtrack on. Yeah, it sounds like that was a misnomer. This whole idea of, like, you brought beer bottles to his house, we're going to get into that. But first, we want to go around the round table mm-hmm. and see what everyone thinks. Billy. All right, so, the beer bottles. I have an image of her just tossing 48 beer bottles. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 99 <laughs> bottles of beer. You guys, the amount of singing that's been in this episode has been atrocious. <laughs> yes. Her just taking them and just like tossing Take one them. down, pass it yeah. around. Boom. Boom. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. We're listening to this and we're also just as confused as the listener probably was being like, what is taking a bunch of beer bottles to the house mean? Does yes. it mean like taking a beer bottle to the dome? Like that would be like you got hit over the head with a beer oh, bottle. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, you went there. Yeah. See, I'm thinking like the house. Like his house. I think I'm she get- threw beer bottles at the house. That's my theory. Yes, me too. But I was thinking if she did do that, then <laughs> they would have. she would have explained a little bit more of the aftermath. Like, did one crash through the window? Did hmm. she accidentally hit somebody? Well, she didn't want to implicate herself. Oh, so she's being vague. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I might have hit his mom. But I'm not going to confirm or deny that. Or maybe like taking beer bottles to the house is slang for something that we don't even know. And it's something fucked up on the board. Or she's like, they have recycling containers and that's where I took them bottles. It's you true. No, you no, know, you never know. I yeah, love, yeah. you know, this is, this story gets you mm-hmm. thinking. Girlfriend, what I have to say to you is that if my boyfriend slept with one of my best friends who introduced me to my partner... The nicest thing I would do was take beer bottles to their house. Yes. So depending on what that means. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I'm telling you, whatever you did is fine because that is not, that is so heartbreaking. I want to get like, I know I've, I've got this tone before. Mm. I want to get real with you. Like that is probably so fucking painful. And I can't imagine the betrayal involved no, in that. No, there's no worse form of betrayal from the two of them than that. Right. And like, you know what? When your boyfriend hurts you and you feel alone in the world, you turn to your best friend. That's what yeah. you do. And if your best friend's involved in that betrayal, like I can't imagine the isolation and pain yeah. That, yeah. that that's involved with. So, you know, you are entitled to all the pain in the world and the retribution you sought. I'm not sure what taking bottles to his house means, but... I think you got it. I think you got it. I mean, considering, you deserve it. No, listen, considering she said that she thinks it might be the worst thing she's ever done. I think she felt, oh, she yeah. felt sweet, sweet victory. Honestly, beer bottles are terrifying. And depending on what you did, they can be. How? Mm. In what way? Listen, Use your four, imagination. 48 beer oh, bottles at a house it. could be. Well, that's a, that's a, a one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> depending on your thing. If you like a beer bottle. But you said use your imagination. How do you find beer bottles terrifying? Elaborate. Well, being hit with one is terrifying. Yeah, to the dog. Having one go right through the window is terrifying. Mm. Have one go down the chimney when it's Christmas and you think it's Santa's terrifying. <laughs> <Okay>. I mean, <laughs> a beer bottle in the exhaust pipe is terrifying. When you think you have an operating vehicle, you know, a beer bottle, Mm. uh, a beer bottle in your, you know, and imagine this, (laughs) an empty beer bottle when you thought when there's one left and you thought it was full, dude, and that's the most terrifying thing right there. There's several other things you can do with a beer bottle that are also, uh, terrifying as much as they're endearing, Mm. depending on your thing. But I think in the case of this story, um, she got what she was coming for, I think. That's right. And fuck your 
ex-best friend. You can do better than Boom. this. You deserve a Jacqueline Vanek and fuck your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, fuck him. You deserve joy and happiness and loyalty, my friend. That's right. Hi. So this is not quite the worst thing I've ever done. It's more like the worst thing I do a couple times a year. So the cost of greeting cards is insane. Um, my husband refuses to, like, go to a grocery store and buy a card because he's like, $6 for a card is ridiculous. Like, the sentiment is always great, right? Like, something physical that you can send someone or, like, give to them and write something sentimental, which the two of us always do. Um, so he goes to the dollar store, but they all kind of suck at the dollar store, to be honest. So I used to be spending my five, six, seven dollars a card, and I kind of just got sick of it. So I will go to whatever store I'm at, and I use the self checkout, and I'm sitting there, you know, like ringing up all my stuff, paying for everything except the card. There was one that I took like it had to have been months and months ago it was 849 for a card that is ridiculous it doesn't set off the scale because it's my intention oh that's my <laughs> medication alarm that's uh annoying um and embarrassing but um and so i'm paying for everything they're making a big old profit off of me that card costs 30 cents to make and so I keep taking them and I feel kind of bad about it but not that bad because I'm still spending my money it's still green so yeah that's like the worst thing I do every couple months when I need a very nice sentimental card love you guys I feel kind of bad about it but not that bad no classic 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 you know what she said that they make they cost 30 cents to make I bet you they cost three cents to make. The markup on greeting cards are insane. Eight forty nine for one card? That is mind blowing. All right, listen. I'm ready for this, Billy. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, what do you is have? this gonna be? How dare you? What? Listen, somebody How dare who? So, how dare Jack? Oh. And this woman. <laughs> because you know what? Somebody came up with this idea for this greeting card. And probably got paid $200 flat fee. Who knows what they got paid? I you know do. what I mean? But, <laughs> but you know what? The fact that somebody is going to steal that, I'm not into that. They're not stealing. Ooh, I cannot I... wait till you're done talking. I'm so ready. <laughs> All right. You know what? Listen, even if it is a little tiny sentiment, that's still writing. And I respect writing. So... <laughs> Alexis, I, I, I feel you right there. I feel you like raging. I feel like your 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 flame, like fifteen your, drinks. Your flames are going right now. Give it to me. Okay. So when people are judgmental about these weird little like tiny thefts, you know? Mm -hmm. Petty theft. Petty theft. William Jensen, I need you to look at a deficit of a business as like a, as like a, a an, it's an equalizing thing. This woman 
it's paper. It's it's text on a paper. Uh-huh. How many free drinks have you gotten in your life? That is theft from a business. How many free f- mm, meals what? have you gotten? When people have been what? like, hey, let me give you a free drink. I'm just saying you can't. You can't say one theft is worse than the other mm. when you partake in certain thefts. I need to go back because Billy is, he is upset because they think that they're stealing the written Writing. word. But I hate to break it to you. There are pe- the people that are creating these designs for business cards are, are probably be pay- being paid no fucking money. They're also on a salary and, and, and Hallmark owns it. And to be fair, they're probably stealing those designs from independent artists on Pinterest. Okay, but where... How do those artists get paid? What is your biggest... Wait, I I need to know. What is your biggest issue? That artistry is being stolen? Because that happens across the fucking board and across several mediums. Is it just that small businesses? Because that happens when you get a free drink somewhere, a free meal somewhere. Well, no. And to, would, wait, wait, wait. With wait. Billy's logic, what? he should be pissed at the designers at Hallmark for stealing yeah. the designs from small sure. designers. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Not so the then, girl that's taking a three cent no, card. No, no. Yeah. Point By made. the way, you sweet, sweet angel of vigilantism, you keep doing what you're doing. Because you know what? You could make your own Hallmark card. You're, in fact, um, marketing for them by even mm-hmm. giving Hallmark cards to other people. You, know you have contributed to the free marketing for Hallmark <laughs> through the first read podcast. Exactly. These ads are not free, you know? We are part of the problem. God, wouldn't this be a really great transition <laughs> oh, into the God, Hallmark I'm ad? I'm so happy. I'm so yes. happy. But William, what I think you need to realize is that you <laughs> indulge in free things all the time, no. which are technically thefts. Don't condemn this person for doing something that we all wish we were doing. And also, don't doesn't every business kind of factor in theft into their Lock. business plan? Of course. Of course. And not to say everybody should do it. We have a we've had many conversations about theft recently. Right. And listen, we don't we don't agree with it. We're not but there's a reason every business has a loss prevention department. <laughs> there's a reason they factor it into their fucking budget. It's because people have their small fucking rebellions that they really need to keep going and not do something really diabolical. That's so right. You know what? If this keeps you sane, my yes. friend, if this is like I'm getting the fucking system back and this is the most benign thing you're going to do, I need you to keep doing it. What if this, what if this petty little theft for these three cent cards are keeping this woman from murdering her husband? <laughs> you know, is it worth it then, Billy? Are you are you concerned about the writers? <laughs> she needs this. Words this is her now? Thi- you, you This know. is her fucking You know the thing. the original content of happy birthday my love on a card uh, like yes, Listen, yeah, we yes. all have our thing. Like I have my unhealthy vices to keep me from doing the unthinkable, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we all do. And this is her thing. Greeting cards are the most innocent. She deserves all of them. And I don't want to hear otherwise. You take what you want. <laughs> <laughs> next. Or is God, that yes, next. Okay. Yes. Hey, girlfriend, DM me on Instagram. We can talk more about this. I'll send you some greeting cards. Oh, God, I love you. Good afternoon. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for a very long time. I'm a male subscriber. Uh, so I would like to tell you the worst thing that I have ever done. Uh, me and a friend of mine uh, got super drunk one night, drinking a lot, drinking a lot. His mother, uh, we were probably 16 at the time, 
so she was enabling us. But uh, she kicked us out of the house because we are getting too rowdy and too loud. <clears throat> so we go to my friend's girlfriend's house. And, you know, we're hanging out for a little bit. We wake her up. She lets us in. And my friend passes out. And, you know, I'm, like, laying on one side and then the girl in the middle. And then he was on the other side. And he started giving me the little, uh, the booty bumps. You know what I mean? Like, oops, oops, I, I'm just uncomfortable. I'm trying to, uh, adjust my position to get more comfortable, but at the same time, my booty keeps running into your, uh, crotch area. <laughs> so, I get all going, and I end up having sex with my best friend's girlfriend while he's passed out in the same bed <laughs> as me. I felt <clears throat> super terrible about it afterwards. And I just want to say that uh Billy and uh Jack, I love you guys, but uh I listen for Lex. She... I love uh, what Killing Time has brought out in her, that she can express herself and be free. And uh, I promise to never have sex with my friends, girlfriends, in the same bed ever again. Boy Scouts Honor. Love you guys. Keep the podcast going. And can't wait to listen to the next episode. <laughs> I am yes. so flattered because honestly, though, he's right in that, like, this has brought out a new side of me because I do think I have, and Jack, you've said this several times, I have this skill of finding the bright side in people's behavior. <laughs> and let me real quick just say my take here. Um, what I will say is that, like, not everyone has done things they're proud of as far as what they've done with people, betraying their friends with partners, things like that. None of those relationships ever being ever end up really, I mean, hypothetically they can, but if you did this when you were younger, this is not a significant relationship for your friend or for you. Mm. And hopefully you learn something from it. Mm -hmm. You know, like now you won't do that to a girlfriend who means something a lot. And you won't do that to someone who means a lot to you. Yeah. And clearly you're carrying a lot of guilt about this, which means you're a good fucking person. I mean, there's a reason why he called in. There's a reason why he thinks this is the worst thing he's ever done. Because do you know the amount of people that have probably done this to Mm -hmm. one of their friends that just, shrug it off and go on live with their life and probably do it again to another I friend also, yeah, that wouldn't call into a also, crime sorry, podcast i gotta yeah. say you don't as a i'm a woman you know you don't sleep in a bed with two men and your friend doesn't sleep in a bed with a woman and a man unless Did he's the like past may, i know he was in that bed he's like maybe this <laughs> could maybe this will turn into something kinky like maybe like i just think someone's sort of up for that if they're doing this and maybe he just fell asleep too early. Like, maybe he <laughs> wanted to be involved. And that's where the betrayal is. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't think this should be defined character-defining. The fact, no. yeah. the, Honestly, the fact that anyone calls in with guilt about a thing they've done means this isn't character-defining. It's very and, true. And, you know, like, guilt, we learn a lot from these feelings. Like, 
And it's especially easy to make this kind of mistake when another person engages in it with you. The fact right. that your friend's girlfriend was down at the time, it could have been like, hey, maybe this is okay. Maybe he's up for it. Like, it, it gets very muddled when several people are on board. Hmm. So I just, I don't think you should beat yourself up. Uh, next time, I think from your friend, you should get more defined expectations about like, hey, are you down for this sort of thing? Like, are we sort of going to do a poly swinger thing? <laughs> I love that you've transformed this story to like a, a threesome gone wrong. Well, here you go. <laughs> Two out of three people thought it was okay. <laughs> you know, so you have to take that into consideration. Oh my God. Two out of three people were like, this seems like the right thing. So maybe this third person was like the one who was not clear on what had been building up all night. We, we okay. don't have a ton of context for this either. I, I, you I, know, you, you really do have a skull. I mean, this is such a reach and I love it so much for you. Is it? But when two out of three people, I mean, with the three of us, you guys say this it's conversation on the, something goes on the stand. Two out of three say it's guilty. It's guilty. Two out of three say it's not guilty. Not guilty. Like two out of three thought that was, was fine. It just depends on the context. It depends on what happened before. It depends on what happened after. But my point is, is that like, if you feel bad about this, I think part of you knows this isn't okay. Yeah. You don't feel great about part of it. Him knows that. Um, that being said, you feel bad about it, which means you're not going to do it again. Or maybe you will, but you'll, Get more clear, uh, defined <laughs> okay. boundaries. Yes, of course. Okay. And maybe you won't because you know it was bad. Either way, like you have to just look at this and deconstruct this in a more mm. responsible, considerate way of your friend, okay. I think. I would also like to know whether your friend and this girl stayed together. <laughs> if you could find me on Instagram or email me about, like, I want to know what happened. Yes. And I would really love to hear from you. And. Maybe you have a follow-up segment. I mean, anything's possible. I love it. Call us back with this information. I yes. want to know more. All what right. do you guys... Billy, you haven't said a word. I mean, listen. Uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Billy is All right. He's good. The, he's, I, he's honestly... I mean, I mean listen. He's honestly at a loss for words. So we're going to yeah. just... Um, we're going yeah, to... Right. 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 We're going to call, call it. Call All it. right. Well, um, you know... Instead of a Costanza stanza, we have something extra special for you today. Mm-hmm. We planned something special for you. And you know what was so funny? As Alexis was writing her Costanza stanza for this episode, and she's like, oh, Do you think that there's anything to do with cannibalism in Seinfeld? And I'm like, Highly doubt it. I'm like, yes. That's like such a weird reach, but let me Google it. So weird. You know? Up, pop, Boom. Up pops YouTube Seinfeld cannibalism clip and uh, Larry David never disappoints. So stand the fuck by. Stand by. Yeah, me, you and Kramer are uh, flying over the Andes. Why are we flying over the Andes? We got a soccer game in Chile. Anyway, the plane crashes. Who are you going to eat to survive? Kramer. So fast? What about me? No. Kramer's so stringy. Uh, I'm plump, juicy. Kramer's got more muscle, higher protein contents, better for you. Well, I would eat you. It's very nice, I guess. I still don't see why you wouldn't eat me. I'm your best friend. Look, if other people are having some, I'll try you. Thank you. Can I have a piece of that? No.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.